Well, I'm going to present the uh, story of Van Wally Brand that many of you have heard it before. It adds up every time I read more about it, so I will relate it to you too. This is one of the most favorite pictures to me. That's where the hemophilia treatment center and that's our offices, Amy, Ben, and myself there. You know that Van Brown, Eric Van Brown, was a renowned physician who practiced in Finland, in Helsinki first. He was professor of medicine at the time. In 1926, he described an observation on a little girl, and he published that observation in a very well-known medical journal in the Finnish language. Now, the girl's name was Jordis, and she lived on a small city on an island there, the Folgo. She has been brought to Dr. Van Willebrand by her school teacher and by her mother because she had so many episodes of bleed. She was four years old at the time. The story with that girl that she was number nine of 12 children Four of them died before the age of four years from bleeding problem. The same girl bled to death after her fourth menstrual period. It was a very harsh winter on the island, and it was very cold and snowy, so they could not move anywhere while she was bleeding, and she passed away after that. Now, he was very persistent, he went on and investigated the whole family there, 60 of them. And he found out that 23 of them have bleeding disorder, and 16 were women. At the first time he looked at this condition, he thought he's dealing with hemophilia. But finding out that most of the patients were females, and knowing that hemophilia is really a male disease, he questioned himself. He said, it should not be hemophilia. He ran out of name. He didn't know what to call it, so he called it pseudo-hemophilia. Now, I want you to remember that this is not the typical type of Van Willebrand that we know. We know that almost 90% of Van Willebrand, they have no symptoms or very little. So this is probably the severe type 3 Van Willebrand that is difficult to treat, and though it is still, it is it acts like mild or moderate hemophilia. Now, this condition was not really known. He passed away, Van Willebrand passed away before even he knows that it's a new entity. Many years later, after they investigated all these conditions and find out and confirmed that it is a new entity, so they gave it to name, the name of Van Willebrand disorder or disease. Now, how frequent we see this issue, this problem? It depends how we look at it. If we look at go and investigate and screen everybody, we find that one in every hundred of us, some people they say four in every hundred of us, will have some finding consistent with Van Willebrand. So it is very common. However, if we wait until patients have symptoms and they come to hemophilia treatment center for, for investigation and diagnosis, it's not that common. It's one in 10,000. <clears> now, if we look at this here, we know that the population have normal Van Willebrand ranging from 50 to 200. And the average 
is probably 100%. However, if you have blood group O, you have 25% less van Willebrand factor. You can see here that the average, the mean for group O patients is 75% compared to 100% for the others. Patients or people with group AB have little higher level, about 125%, 125%, as you see here. So it is blood group dependent. And many times we get patients who have symptoms and we look, there is no family history. Patient has group O and he's just at the border down at the 45 or something like this, but he has symptoms. So we treat him like Van Willebrand and we consider it Van Willebrand. Go ahead. Now, we see here, these are the patients I've been talking about. You could see here that group O have a little lower than the normal and they go down all the way to less than 50%. So about 14% of people with group O are considered to have Van Willebrand disorder because they have less than 50% factor. And these are the ones here. All right. Now, why people with Van Willebrand disorder bleed? We need to know. Just to be able to tell why, we need a little introduction to how blood clots. Go ahead. Now, there are three elements needed for the blood to clot. One of them is the platelets. We're all familiar that platelets are the little small cells that float in the blood and that help in clotting. The second one, we need intact blood vessels. And the third one, we need the coagulation factors. Now, the first two elements, when they interact together, platelets plus a damaged blood vessel, they form a small, fragile clot. We call it the platelet plug. That platelet plug is not strong enough to stand. It will dissolve and it will dislodge unless it is enforced by coagulation factors to form a fibrin mesh that will make it strong and stand the pressure and the circulation. Now, while we talk about that, people who have low platelet count or people who have abnormal platelet function or people who have Van Willebrand because the vascular tissues contain the Van Willebrand factor, they will not be able to produce that initial plug. So their bleeding will be early bleeding. A patient with Van Willebrand cuts himself, he bleeds right away. A patient with hemophilia cuts himself, he does not bleed right away. He forms this clot because he have enough Van Willebrand, he have enough platelet. He cannot, he cannot make the fibrin at the end. So that clot will be very fragile, and later on, he'll start bleeding. So early bleeding is Van Willebrand or platelet problem. Late bleeding is hemophilia. Next, please. Now, how the platelet work? This is a platelet, and this is the blood vessel wall. You could see that it is lined by cells. These cells are the most non-thrombogenic cells, meaning they protect us from clotting inside the circulation. They have chemicals, they have enzymes that works together to keep the blood fluid. If for some reason the blood vessel is cut or damaged, like what you see here, then the underlining will be exposed and the underlying in the most thrombogenic system in the body. 
The minute the blood touches the underlying here, it starts clotting because there is collagen and there is vamoliprane factor. So what happens when we cut ourselves and we have this exposed? The platelet will be activated when it touches the collagen under the lining. The platelet starts secreting. There is something called alpha granules in the platelet. They start producing vamoliprane, which is stored in the platelet, and fibrinogen. Both of these are adhesive protein. That's all what they do. Vamoliprane is an adhesive protein. It glues things together. So vamoliprane comes to action here and bridge the platelet to the damaged blood vessel. Now the platelet is activated. Fibrinogen is another one that glues platelet to platelet. And that's how the platelet plug is formed in the beginning. So if we don't have enough platelet, we don't have vamoliprane there, we don't have fibrinogen, we cannot form the initial clot. Now, this is another example. This is the blood vessel, this is one wall, and this is the other. This one is damaged. Under the wall, there is collagen in red. That's the one that st stimulates the platelet. Vamoliprane is sitting there. So vamoliprane will right away bridge the platelets to the damaged area and start recruiting more platelets. Next, please. And here are the activated platelets start forming the clot formation. So in vamoliprane disease, why do we bleed? Because we don't have enough of this factor. That's one thing. Next. The other thing is, here is another vamoliprane structure, which is form of building blocks. We call them the multimers. Here is the platelet, and here is the damaged vessel. So vamoliprane structure bridges the blood vessel to the platelet. But what else? It carries factor eight. Factor eight is the factor that are, we are missing in hemophilia patient. Factor eight is much smaller than vanoliprane. It is protected and carried by vanoliprane in the circulation. So vanoliprane is not the only th reason, is because it glues the platelet to the blood vessel, but also carries factor eight and protected from consumption. If we don't have vanoliprane factor in the blood at all, factor eight will be short-lived. Instead of live eight to 24 hours, or eight to 12 hours, it will live only three hours. And thus, we see it in many of the patients. Luckily, patients with vanoliprane, they still have vanoliprane factor. They're not running out, except type three. Type three is the only one that has this problem. All right, so in summary, vanoliprane factor, vanoliprane protein is sharing two functions, the primary phase of coagulation to form the platelet plug, and the secondary phase to form the fibrin clot itself. So it does two functions.